What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Benner and Adam Ronis here. And uh, again, uh, uh, just a whole lot of stuff going on. MLB, uh, the NBA playoffs get a night off on Thursday, so we don't have anything to talk about that. But Adam, <sighs> Penguins Rangers, man. Every time the Rangers score, the Penguins immediately answer back. And, and it's making me crazy. Yeah, same here. Rangers get an early goal, and then, like, I don't know, was it five seconds later, Penguins score? So, Penguins also getting a lot of power plays. I think I heard them say, at the end of the first period, I think the last six power plays have gone to Pittsburgh, and I believe they have, they definitely have at least two tonight as well. So, um, you know, the uh, Penguins, I know, were way better than the Rangers at even strength, five-on-five. Five. Um, the Rangers weren't great five-on-five, five, so, you know, it's critical that they get the power plays. Um, to win this series. So hopefully they can get the game tonight here, game two, even the series, because you don't want to drop two games on home ice before heading to Pittsburgh. We know this Pittsburgh team does have Stanley Cup experience. So hopefully the Rangers pull it out because that was a gut-wrenching loss in game one in triple overtime. So hopefully uh, Rangers pull it out tonight. Oh, please, for the love of God. Otherwise, I'm going to have to cut the pod short again. Like, I was so upset. That first night that it was going to, to to overtime. Forget about triple overtime. That it was going to overtime. It was so frustrating for me um, to sit and watch that, especially because you know, I mean, it was like three goals in that second period. It was just so. It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, how's your fantasy baseball world going, Adam? A lot of interesting games going on uh, throughout the day uh, as we're recording here on Thursday night. Um, can you, can, let me ask you this actually, before we get to your fantasy teams, cause I always like checking in on your fantasy teams, Like, can we just address the reds for right now? And I mean, this is for like fantasy, this is for betting. This is everything. I mean, this team is atrocious three and 22. Now they drop a, another one to the brewers 10 to five. I put the, the brewers run line as a best bet for the last two days in a row now. Um, laying the one and a half because the, the the Reds are just so flipping pathetic. This is like this is borderline disgraceful. It is. I mean, first of all, ownership did a terrible job. We knew going in they were just getting rid of everyone, trading guys away. And I, you know, I know we saw Oakland do it as well. They've obviously been more competitive, but yeah, it's an embarrassment what's going on with the Reds right now. And you know. I was looking at that too. I almost bet it today. And I'm like, eh, maybe the Reds, you know, it's Adrian Hauser. He's not that good. I see, oh, well, the Reds scored three in the first inning. Good thing I didn't do that. Oh, second inning. It's now 6-3 Milwaukee. Okay, I guess I should have did it. So, yeah, I think we are to that point um, until we see something different. I mean, at the, yeah, they probably will win some games at some point. Uh, but for DFS purposes, you know, pick on them for now. Definitely from a betting perspective as well um because they're embarrassing i'm trying to see who do they play on friday they're oh they host the pirates the oh, pirate yeah. they're at home and the pirates are minus 120 road favorites i don't um yeah. i'm not gonna mess with that the pirates suck too the pirates do suck too jim jim bowden on his pick to click for for tomorrow uh he was like brian reynolds is in a horrible slump he gets out of it because he's playing the freaking Reds. Yeah, they got Connor Overton going. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he's pitched mostly out of the pen this year. Because I remember looking up the other day. Oh, no, was that or in the minor leagues? Yeah, he made. OK, no, he made a start on Saturday in Coors. Five and a third, three hits a run, two walks, three Ks. That's actually not a bad start for Coors. But 
Um, yeah, he hasn't really pitched much. So, yeah, I mean, when they yeah when they're playing good teams at this point, uh, yeah, I mean, look, if you got the Pirates as a road dog against them, probably. I mean, it's JT Brubaker, kind of Overton, so maybe that's not a great series. Or maybe you're like, you know what? I'm going to continue to bet against them. And then Monday, they come home and face the Brewers again. Luis Castillo is scheduled to come back Monday, and Brandon Woodruff goes for the Brewers. So uh, maybe we have the Brewers beat up on them. That's the other thing, too. They played 25 games, eight games at home. Like, what is going on? That is ridiculous. Like, why? I don't know why their schedule is so lopsided. What's going on in Cincinnati? Um, because they, they I don't know, they, maybe they want more uh, more hot summer games at Great American Small Park. Yeah, Park. no, I don't think that's it. Because you could say that about a lot of East Coast teams, and you just can't have every East Coast team on the road. So I don't think that's it. Okay. It must just be a cork in the schedule or something. I guess. They probably were, oh, probably that first week, they were probably scheduled to open at home, like six straight games, and those got canned. You know, that's probably uh, the other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I didn't even look at yeah. their uh, at their. But it's but that's still very lopsided, though. You played twenty five games, eight at home. That's very lopsided. Fifteen on the road. But yeah, I bet you that's what happened. They were probably scheduled to open at home, and if they had that, it'd be about even right now. So that's probably what happened. But yeah, you're correct, though. They're in embarrassment right now. Like no team in baseball should be this bad. We know, like, okay, the Nationals suck. Okay, they haven't been embarrassing. They've been winning games. Oakland sucks. Okay, they haven't been embarrassing. They're ten and four, uh, ten and fifteen. Um, we know the Orioles suck. Nine and sixteen. Okay, Washington nine and eighteen. Three and twenty-two minus eighty-seven run differential. I mean, and they got these guys on the COVID list now. And I'm sorry, it affects the team. I mean, I'm sure like these guys are just like don't want to play. Hunter Green gets hammered today. I mean, at least he got eight Ks, but he got smoked. So. It's tough right now, man, because I'm trying to think. I have Tyler Stevenson. I did activate him in Tout Wars because you could do, like, the midweek activation. So mm-hmm. I activated him today. Thank goodness I did it today because he had a homer in his steal. Um, Tommy Pham's fine. Um, Ustakis is borderline. I actually have him in two leagues, but he was on the bench. And if the rest of that starting lineup today, no one is fantasy worthy. So it's Pham, Ustakis, Stevenson. That's it. You know, Votto's out. Senzo's out. India's out. So, and then pitching wise, like, uh, there's really, I mean, Hunter Green, you can't start right now. I have him in some draft champions leagues. I know you do too. We talked about getting him. We were kind of excited. It looked good early on, but, um, I've benched it. He's been on the bench. Um, okay. Luis Castillo will come back. He's good. Molly's been disappointing. Right. But Castillo's going to get bombed his first time out. Watch, right? You know, he's still knocking well, off some of the rust. And maybe, I mean, the one good thing about him is, uh, as the Rangers score, baby, there it is. There um, it is. The one good thing about him is usually he does not pitch well in the cold weather, right? And now, yeah, there you go. He does not starting to warm up a little bit. So, um, same time the Rangers score, Bryce Harper hits a home run against the Mets. Well, the good thing with the Mets, they're down six nothing. I can focus on the Rangers game. Uh, <laughs> make my TV watching a little bit easier tonight. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Reds are in embarrassment right now. And I, I guess, yeah, I mean, you know what? Let's exploit it in betting until. Are you going to do it with the Pirates, though, tomorrow? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I probably will just for the fact that I might not give it out as a best bet. I might just play it myself. Right. On the money line? Not the. Yeah, money. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to screw around with anything stupid. I don't want to talk about the over under. I don't want to talk about, you know, 
um, run lines because you're right. The Pirates do suck. And, you know, again, you, you and I had this conversation. It was it was the first game of the series between the Reds and the Brewers. And we were sitting when Tyler Molly was on the mound and we were like, mm, yeah, you know, maybe I'll just take the Reds with the run line here because they could keep it close and blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I flip flopped the next day, thankfully, and and did that. But, you know, you have to. You have to look at, at at exploiting it. I'll tell you what, even funnier here, um, Freddie Peralta, Brandon Woodruff, and Adrian Hauser all went over on their strikeout props this week. Yeah, that's another angle to look at. I mean, there's just a lot, especially with the lineup right now. I mean, this is a pathetic lineup. You know, no Votto, no Senzo, no India. So you got a lot of guys that shouldn't even be playing. So. I feel for Reds fans. It's an embarrassment because they actually had was it last year they had a competitive team and had they had to expand the playoffs they would have made the playoffs and then Nick Castellanos gone trade Sonny Gray just kind of get rid of everyone man it's just it's it's embarrassing man and there's a deep drive to left field and that's another home run for the Phillies and Nick Castellanos goes yard yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I've never gotten a chance to use that in the actual situation. <laughs> right? I know. Everyone uses it in different contexts. <laughs> oh, so you take a night off, right? There yeah, you know what? I'd rather just kind of lose like this and just like, all right, get the shitty parts of the bullpen, get them some work, and just come back at it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just, I mean, listen, they're 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 leaving. It's smart. Just leave Taiwan Walker in. Let him just. Well, not really. I have him in one of my. I have him in two teams. One of them is active. One he's on the bench. So uh, get that motherfucker out now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking killing my team here. Just like Tanner Hawk today, man. Oh shit! (laughs) Oh, you had Tanner Hawk too. Yeah, man. I had in the draft Champions League where I told we got up to at the end of last night we were 12th overall after Tanner Hawk down to 28th overall. So. Again, it's early. You don't want to stress it. But, yeah, that did not help. <laughs> no, it definitely did not. Uh, almost as exciting as me uh, not using Shohei Otani as a pitcher today and just leaving him in for his offensive work. I mean, wait, wait, you you, you kind of have to do that, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a weekly league, like, unless he has a two-star week and he's not going to get many of them with them going six-man, like – it's really difficult to use him as a pitcher. I had the same issue last year in TGFBI because we play on the NFBC platform. He's one player. I think I told you this. I had, Well, the, the issue was, so I had J.D. Martinez, who's only utility. In that right. League. So I, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't draft Otani. He kept falling. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take him and I need pitching. I'm going to use him as a pitcher. So I had to use him as a pitcher until I think Memorial Day, around Memorial Day last year. J.D. Martinez got outfield eligibility or right before. I'm like, okay, now J.D. to the outfield, Otani utility. And I don't know if I used him as a pitcher the rest of the year. It's very difficult to what he gives you at the plate. And I know he's off to a slower start, but what he gives you at the plate, the stolen bases. And it does. It sucks because you're like, damn, a dominant outing today, 11K, seven scoreless, a win. But it's hard. You know, he's going to hit even when he pitches and most days of the week. So if it's a weekly league like that, you kind of have to leave him in as a bat. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. You definitely do. Um, you know what? You just brought up the the six man rotation over there. San Diego, are they going to a six man rotation right now? I was kind of looking through next week's schedule because you know I was trying to you know you get like to get the jump on who could you know potentially be uh, a two start pitcher and you know maybe be able to to do that. And I was looking at at the Padres' schedule next week, and I feel like they are. 
lined up for a, a six man rotation stuff because Clevenger pitches on Monday, and then um, and he doesn't pitch again on Sunday. They're off on Thursday, so he doesn't pitch again. He doesn't get the two start week even with the Monday start. Yeah, um, and then they have Blake Snell on the way back too. Right. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've they've got him like slotted in as a potential start during well, the, I, the week. Oh, okay. I don't see him slotted in yet, but yeah, right now they have Clevenger, Gore, Martinez, Darvish, Manaya, and Musgrove, and then you have Snell coming back. Probably my guess is Martinez gets bumped. Um, I would think they keep Gore in. Uh, but yeah, I mean they they got the six man for now, which kind of it really sucks if you have Musgrove and Darvish and Clevenger, man, because it's you're only going to get a two start week from one of them when they play seven days in a row and they have an off day next week. So, I mean, in the long run for them, it helps. But like Musgrove has been phenomenal four and with a one nine seven ERA. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been great. So, yeah, it, it does suck. Yeah, it really does. It's kind of a bummer. And, you know, and it's, it's funny, too, because I just I get people asking me all the time. They're like, what am I going to do with Mackenzie Gore? I'm like, uh, I don't know what you're going to do with Mackenzie Gore, but because I. Uh, he's given he's given the Padres absolutely no reason to to send him down. Uh, listen, you know, Musgrove, Darvish, and Manaya they sit there atop. I, I guess you have to go with Blake Snell, right? You have to pitch him. I don't know. Yeah, when he's really? healthy, yeah. I mean, I think so. Until he, I mean, if he goes out there and has a couple bad starts, then maybe you go, hey, you know what? You're just not getting the job done. But it's not like Nick Martinez hasn't been great. So I would think he comes out, Snell goes in. And then and it stays a six man for now. And then, you know, you it usually works out. Someone else will get hurt. Maybe they go back to a five for a little bit. But um, that's just my guess. I mean, they could take Gore out. They mean, uh, he's the younger guy. Uh, I think Martinez goes on Thursday night. So we'll see how he does. But yeah, I mean, some teams are, are, are doing that. Mm. Um, late scratch on Thursday night. Also, I haven't seen any reason as to why, but. Logan Webb, right? Yeah, where's yeah, what the same fuck thing. happened? I mean, I've been looking for that since I don't have him anywhere. I'm a big fan, but I don't have him. But I, I saw the news and I'm like, okay. And I keep waiting. I'm like, uh, is there anything on Logan Webb? Like, why was he scratched? Or, and I don't see anything yet. There's nothing. Yeah, I don't see it. It happened. It happened. Like literally, we were. I was on the air today, and we were talking about it because one of the best bets I gave out this morning was uh, Cardinals Giants. You know, give me the under seven runs, right? And then I was like, <clears throat> all of a sudden, there's there's some dude. Uh, was it Mauricio Yovar or whatever his name is? Was like slotted in there. I'm like, what the fuck happened to Logan Webb? Literally, I'm like having this conversation on the air. I almost dropped the f bomb too, but I was like, what the hell's going on here? Somebody find out what the hell's going on here. It's like Adi, dude. It was like as if we were like on break. I was like, Adi, can you please find out what the hell's going on with Logan Webb? I don't have the opportunity to sit here and dig for it and and nothing i haven't heard anything about it um it's a little on the unnerving side man. Okay, so I, now, I don't like it the only thing i see is um cob goes friday web goes on saturday and tbd on sunday potentially a different option than rodan what is going on man uh i don't i don't get it i don't know i don't know either i don't know i mean unless Unless like we're about to hear that there's like a, a big COVID outbreak in uh in, oh, no, it in could the, be they the already Giants clubhouse. Yeah, well, Brandon Belt's been out with COVID. Dude, Francisco Mejia just came back. He was out two weeks. Yeah. Like some of these guys come back a day or two, other guys uh, a week, two weeks. I mean, Belt it's been Belt it's been a, almost a week now, right? 
Yeah, I had him on my bench this week. It's Thursday. Yeah, it's been like almost a week for him. You know, well, it, it, it hits people harder now. Now I get what everybody's saying, but, you know, let, let's also face facts. We, we're we not supposed to know or, or you know, there's you know, HIPAA laws or whatever. If somebody doesn't want to tell you that they're not vaxxed or they are vaxxed, they, they don't have to tell you. So you kind of have to think that, you know, the, the guy that gets hit harder with it, because I mean, listen, I've had COVID twice now, all right? The first time I had two vaccinations um, and, and it hit me hard for a day. I was, you know, I was a little sluggish for, for the rest of the week, but I was still, you know, I still managed to, you know, to, to, to work and, and broadcast and, and everything like that. This second time, dude, right? Two vaccinations under my belt plus a booster. And it fucking taxed me hard. Like, you know me, man. I'm not like one to call off a, a radio show or, you know, even just cancel a pod or something like that. Like, I was a mess and it was like tough for the entire week. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I, you got to figure some of these guys, if they aren't vaccinated and they and they are and then they've got it. I mean, it, it takes a while to come back. Right. Yeah. Or you could be vaccinated and still get a hit hard like you. So that's the thing is we just don't know. Um, and for other guys, there's no symptoms. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's that's the problem is we just kind of don't know. By the way, here here's a good stat for you. Back to the Reds. Do you do you know that in the year 2022, the Cincinnati Bengals have more wins than the Reds? They have, <laughs> they have four. How crazy is that? In the year 2022, the Bengals have more wins than the Reds do. Yeah. And they only played a, a month. I mean, they played in February in Super Bowl, but I mean, yeah, the, all their wins were January, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. the Super Bowl was what, February 13th? So yeah. That is fucking hysterical. That is absolutely brilliant. I love that. I love, I can't, I'm going to use, I'm going to use that on the show tomorrow. Where'd you get that stat? Uh, I saw it somewhere earlier on Twitter today and then I just remembered it. That is uh, that is very very interesting. The bang, really because I mean the Bengals played. Did they was there a regular season game? Probably in it was probably a regular season game last week of January they won and then uh, what the playoffs, three playoff wins. Let's see, yeah, three playoff wins right there, and I guess the uh, the game last, against the Vikings last game of the regular season had to have been January. Yeah, where is the um. Yeah, you won the 15th, the 22nd, and the 30th of January. That's three. And then the regular season ended on January. Oh, no, they had played two regular season games in January. They won one. January uh, 2nd against the Chiefs, they won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they lost the last game to the Browns. Oh, so, yeah. they, so four wins right there. Right, in January. That's fucking hysterical. I got to I, I gotta, I gotta send that stat to... To Jim right now because we were we were bashing on the uh, on the on the on the Reds because you know like he takes it even harder there right because of of his ties to Cincinnati he's got it what they've done oh he hates it he it's, God, I, dude again I put Cedric Mullins in the DFS video today he homered oh I know he's my pick to click today oh okay you must have seen my video no I'm just kidding. no I didn't see your video. Dude, he was he was like thirteen dollars on Yahoo, and he's been on fire. Like that's I, I don't know if you know about Yahoo. That is cheap on Yahoo. Thirteen dollars for Mullins. 
Um, I have it here. Uh, he has multiple hits in three of the last five games, eight for 23, three doubles, a homer, and a 419 weighted on base average, man. I mean, he's got an offensive start, but – and I was like – I was looking today. I was like, all right, Telez homered twice yesterday. I put him in the video. Which of these batters should I put a home run on? It was Correa, Mullins, and Jazz Chisholm. And I was like, yeah, if I pick one, I'll get it wrong. Maybe I should just do all three, but then what if they don't home run and do it? Now I see Mullins homered. <laughs> I'm just going to – maybe I just got to start doing that. Just, you know what, every, every batter that I put in the DFS video – just put money on him to homer every day. I mean, I, I guess in the, hmm, if I'm good, I'll profit, right? Because you're going to probably get plus 300, plus 400. So if you hit a couple of those, you're up a little bit. Then yeah. there'll be nights where you get 0 for 3. Right. But, yeah, like you said, you get the plus 300 and 400 and you hit a couple of times on that. And that's easily going to make right. up for, for, for any of the losses. All right, I, let's, I, let's do I, that. I didn't even look to see what Mullen's prop was on home runs today. I'm sure it was it – was, I would think it was more than plus 400. Maybe not. Didn't he homer yesterday too? He homered yesterday. See, yeah. that was, that was the problem. Like I made my, my pick to click. I was, I was, I had him set up as my pick to click. And before we even got to the segment, he homered yesterday. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck man. Right. He did it a, a, a day early for me here. Um, and, uh, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to take Mullins again for tomorrow. So boom, give him to me. Um, and just, you know, make it happen. So, oh, that's outstanding. That's outstanding because CJ Crone had a decent game, no home run. Uh, and I was worried that Jim was going to make a comeback here. So, yeah. Cedric well, Mullins. I, well, I, I got a root for you because I'm part of you. Yeah, you're damn right. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Did, did you really think, did you really think when we, when we look at this, uh, this contest, did you really think that I was going to be the one to lose? No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, come on. Uh, come on. <laughs> yeah, but right? you got although, making although picks I was getting too, sabotaged so. by fucking Fence D. That's what I'm Isaiah saying, man. He's, he's making he put that's who he used. That's who he used. Oh, my God. What a moron. Right. It, it was so funny, too, because everybody else took Matt Riley, uh, Austin Riley, Matt Olson and Marcelo Zuna. And Fensty took Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Oh my goodness, bro! Come on, man! Like that—that—that that, that just screams that he wants to get pied. Yeah, and then who was it? Um, what's his name? Uh, one night took like I think Miles Straw. I'm like, do you know the object here is to like kind of get a home run? You know, Miles Straw is not going to get one. <laughs> yeah. What's this dude? I, why do I forget his name sometimes, man? Um, the big Mets fan, Ranger Score. Mike Torres took Miles Straw. Yeah. Yeah, 3-1 Rangers, baby. Oh, I love it. Who just scored? Creeder. Yeah. Yeah, see? This is what we need. I need a game like this. That This this makes me feel a million times better. Yeah, but now we got to hope that, you know, let's, uh, let's add another goal. Don't let the Penguins get back in this shit, man. Don't let them get back in there. Let Shesterkin just do his fucking thing. 79 saves in that first game. Insane, bro. Insane. 79. Man, I actually I have a parlay and it involves a hockey game, bro. I have the Avalanche puck line minus one and a half. Like they've just been they just crushed in game one. And like everyone's like, yeah, they're just way better than Nashville. So I did a parlay with uh Avalanche puck line minus one and a half. 
what was the other game? I, and then I have Gian, uh, Giannis over 29 and a half points for Saturday <laughs> and something else. But yeah, a rare hockey uh, bet for me. Rare hockey bet. I was on uh, Let's Bet It with uh, Laura Jabara and um, uh, it was Mark Zinno today. And uh, and and Lauren starts talking up the uh, the avalanche. And I was just like, uh, vomitous, stop taking the favorites. And then she like she, I, I said that I had, you know, money on the uh, on the Rangers. And she was like, she's very dismissive of it today. Oh, for very tonight's upset. game. What's that? You mean specifically for tonight's game? No, 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 no. My oh, in bet general. For, okay. my, my bet for uh, for the winning the cup. Right. I mean, it is a little aggressive, but hey, I hope you're right as a Rangers. I like fan. aggressive. I like aggressive. Yeah, the Avalanche, the money line tonight for the Avalanche, minus 360. <laughs> I mean, they are they are insanely good. Insanely good. And Nashville is without their, their starting goalie, right? Saras is out. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever, but that's fine. Let them, you know, go ahead, saunter through the first round. I don't care. I'm just looking for Shesterkin to get super hot and 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 just kind of, you know, carry the rest of the way. But I do love the fact that what, you know, three goals now in in the first uh, six goals in five periods for the uh for the Rangers in the playoffs so far. Yeah, remember Pittsburgh has the third string goalie in right now. Yeah, why do they have their third string goalie in tonight? First one is hurt and the second guy got hurt in the did he leave I think the end of the second overtime um it looked like it was cramps or something that's what we were thinking because it was such a long game but apparently it was more than that and uh couldn't start tonight. Oh, all right. Well, so Rangers think... can't Rangers can't lose this series now, man. No, they better not lose this series. I, dude, I will wow. I will Penguins go nuts. A, Penguins just had a good opportunity to score too. Wow. I will um Oh my God! If the Penguins beat the Rangers, I'm literally going to have to call alarm after hours every night that Josh Wagner is working and just curse him out. Why? I know he's a Penguin. Penguins yeah, fan. huge Penguins fan. He likes the Rangers in this series. I spoke to him before. He's like, he thinks the Rangers are going to win the series. Well, that's you know smart, but you know they're still you know he's he's still going to fanboyish a little bit. Of course, yeah. Don't they all? Yeah. Don't they all? Uh, who, oh, Aaron Judge, who's at the game? Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, and DJ LeMayhew, all wearing Rangers jerseys. Sitting in the front row. I'm looking at the uh, the, the tweet here from uh, our good friends at PixWise. Oh, okay. So, good for them. Good for them. Throw some Yankees into some Rangers jerseys. I guess they're, they're home tomorrow. Yeah, right? They have an off day, and they're probably home tomorrow. Yeah, they host the Rangers. Yeah. Oh, ironic, isn't it? Look at that. Old Glenn Otto. Glenn Otto. Oh, boy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's take a quick time out here. Let's pay some bills and, uh, and take a commercial break. When we come back, let's check in on what our fantasy teams are doing and uh, what you can do to help improve yours back after this. All right, Adam, so how goes it in the wonderful fantasy world for you right now? How are your teams doing? Uh, it's up and down. I mean, labor keeps shifting between like third and eighth. Um, Tout's been moving up lately. Um, it was near the bottom for a while. Uh, looks like I'm third, uh, seventh right now, but only 16 out of first is kind of bunched up up top. Uh, TGFBI is not going well at all. What's what's going on with your team there? Is it is it the pitching? The hitting? Yeah. 
you know, I haven't even looked to be honest. So let me see. I am ninth. Uh, let's see. What is the issue here with this team? Um, 34 and a half offense, 42 pitching. So I guess it's a little bit of both, but that's the other thing too. You got to look at the categories. You might like have one big night away from a big jump. So, yeah, I mean, uh, very low in RBIs, you know, the bottom in RBIs. So RBIs seem to be an issue. Very low on average, second worst average, 215. So those are the two issues there. Um, and let's see, my main event team is in seventh place. My online championships team's in seventh place. GST, I'm first, home league second. So, I mean, it's, it's not great so far, but it's plenty of time. It's a, it's a mix. No, listen, I, I get it. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in the same boat with you as, um, in, uh, in TGFBI, right? I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I, and I was, I was for, for a while, I was like top three and then I went away on vacation, uh, and then, uh, and then, and then was out with COVID for a week and, uh, and all of a sudden it all just kind of fell apart on me and, uh, home runs and RBI, that's where I'm lacking those. And, saves so i you know I, I can boost myself you know saves era i'm kind of struggling in so i can boost myself you know at least with the ratios with some middle relievers and maybe try and you know bank on uh on a couple of saves guys but home runs in rbi man always in in a, in a league this deep it's gonna be tough to make up that ground yeah unless you have hitters that are just underperforming and that should hit more home runs uh saves in that league i drafted Corey Kniebel. I added Daniel Bard off the waiver wire. He's been so good. Another save today. And I also added David Robertson early. So, yeah, I mean, most of my leagues, even my home league, like I'm first in saves. I didn't pay for saves at all. It's the second straight year. Um, and you could say I kind of got lucky. I mean, last year I got Melanson for a dollar or two. So got luck there. This year, my closers are Daniel Bard, who I got off free agency. David Bednar, who I paid for seven in the auction. Mm-hmm. Anthony Bender, who I paid for one dollar in the auction, and he is not pitching well. He might lose that job. And oh, and I had Jake McGee. I caught him and picked up Ryan Helsley. So um, I'm still kind of in trouble with Chase when you look at it. Bard, <laughs> Bedner, Bender, and Ryan Helsley. That's not great, but somehow, um, yeah, I guess Bard has eight, Bednar has three, Bender has six. So and I think I got one from McGee before I caught him. Because it doesn't look like he's the closer, man. You know, and he had a bad outing the other day. So, yeah, the search for saves is always on. But I do have Bard in a couple leagues, David Robertson in several. Um, and I'm, it's just I was mad because, like, when I was doing the draft champions leagues, I love Jordan Romano. But every time, you know, in those leagues, closers went early. And, like, he was going fifth, sixth round of a 15-team league. And this was, like, you know, February, March. And I was just like, man, they might sign Kenley. They might trade for Kimbrell. And they did it. So the people who took him got rewarded. On the flip side, those who drafted Will Smith, like a round or two later, they got burned. So that's why I was kind of in that middle where I, I love Romano, even Taylor Rogers. I'm like, I really like him, but is Minnesota going to commit to him? I've always been a big Taylor Rogers fan. I did get him in one or two, and obviously he's been great. Uh, the move, the trade to the Padres was money for him because you knew he was going to close. So, you know, you, sometimes you have to get lucky and catch a break with some of these guys that luck into the role. I mean, like Daniel Bard, again, no one drafted him. And I did. In, oh, yeah? I did. In not, not in TGFBI, but I took him in um, in NL Labor. Okay, yeah. I mean, in NL, yeah, in NL, yeah, it makes more sense. But in most mixed leagues, he wasn't drafted because he was not really 
on the no, radio. It was, um, it, it was Colome got traded to the uh, Colome right. got signed with the Rockies and Carlos Estevez. Right. Was and like to be and, in the mix. And Bard did close last year and then kind of fell apart. So I just said, you know, early in the year, I'm going to take my shots. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take a shot. You got to act early, though. You can't wait for the guy to get four saves because either he's gone or it's going to cost you too much. And it's going to backfire. But I was fortunate enough to get um, Bard and Robertson pretty cheap early on. Like I could kind of I was I kind of had a feeling Robertson was going to close. I did take him in a draft Champions League or two um, towards the end of uh the spring once game started because it looked like I'm like, yeah, they don't seem to be interested in Rowan Wick. Um, I, I could see Robertson if he's healthy being the guy and he's been good so far. I don't think he's allowed to earn run. Um, no, I don't think he has either. He's definitely been good. You know, the, the move that burned me, I guess, was the um, was the uh, was it opening day that the twins traded Taylor Rogers to San Diego? Yeah, was it opening day or it was? Yeah, it was right at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, it was either the day before the season started or it was opening day uh, that that happened because I jumped in. I, you know, I waited on saves. What happened to me? It was kind of crazy. I, I, I Joe Barlow in a ton of places, right? And then I was like, all right, let me go cheap here and let me see. You got Robert Suarez, um, Pierce Johnson was in the mix there. And, you know, you were just kind of waiting to see who it was going to – oh, Emilio Pagan also yeah. was there. So you were like, all right, well, let's see what happens there. And I ended up getting screwed um, because the Taylor Rogers trade immediately just – that sacked it. And everybody else was, you know, you know, to, to go and, and draft guys and stuff like that. I'll tell you, the move that saved my ass, to be perfectly honest, um, is the fact that I did not get rid of Joe Barlow when – it was like they were dealing with like Matt Bush and uh, and and they were talking about Spencer Patton. Yeah, and they, they didn't want to name Barlow the closer. Yeah, Woodward said he's like I'm not ready to put him into that role, which and, makes and no sense. That guy, it made no sense. It's like you have no one else. Like, what do you? Ba- he closed a little bit last year, so what do you like? What's the problem? Yeah, I actually drafted him in labor and wound up cutting him, but that's a 12 team league, so I was like. I can't wait around because, you know, you just you can't have as much patient in a 12 team league. And we only have five bench spots. I want to pick it up Robertson, I think, in his place. And I still have Trevino. But thank goodness he wasn't active this week for that shit show he had the other night. Um, but, yeah, and in a deeper league, I could see holding on. But it was a 12. I'm like, I can't wait for Barlow to get the job. And I don't even remember if someone picked him up last week. But. So, yeah, he looks yeah. like he looks like the guy right now. So it's a he, good thing. He, he looks like the guy. He should be the guy right now. He is the guy yeah. right now, right? Mm-hmm. He's had a couple of saves now in the last couple of days, right? Two saves in this yeah. uh, this week alone. Mm-hmm. So I'm in God on that. Damn it, Penguins just scored. Oh, dude, you're like the the. We're, 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 bring the good news back. Don't give me this shit. Ah, uh, the minute twenty six left in the fucking second period. It's Crosby. Damn man. Ay 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 ay. Uh, by the way, in that league where I need the home runs in the RBI, right? Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Juan Soto, Randy Arozarena, Christian Walker. Um, I did lose Eloy Jimenez, and uh, and I've lost Brandon Belt also. So I do have power. I did have power to start. It's just not performing right now. Yeah, and some of those guys will get going. I also lost Degrom in this league. I like that. That's garbage. Yeah, that is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you, and um, yeah, I'm sure you spent a second round pick on him, right? 
um, on Degrom. Yeah, yeah, remember that was that draft where I like I was like in the middle of the pack and coming back around um, for. Oh wait, no, that was um, no, that was the Barf League where I did that. I think I took Degrom in the first round Ooh. in this draft. Yeah, I mean, look, there was a time where he was healthy, and you know, like he started to go in the first round. I mean, even in some of the high stakes leagues, he was going top five, top six, and yeah, they, you know, oh, he's throwing ninety nine, he looks great, he's fine, and it wasn't even the same injury either. That's the worst part about it, too. Oh no, I had to have taken him in the second round because I took Juan Soto first. Yeah, him and his six homers, seven RBIs. Fucking brutal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talked about that yesterday. Yesterday, that is- yeah. And then he homered today and another solo, solo shot. <laughs> that is going to be an absolute brutal, brutal scene. And, you know, somebody called up today. It was pretty funny. They were offered in a um, in a dynasty league where they use batting average instead of OBP. And somebody offered the guy um, Ronald Acuna straight up for Juan Soto. It's a tough trade. It's tough dynasty. trade. Yeah, that is very, it's like, it's very even, man. It's just like, I mean, Acuna is going to run more. Acuna will run more. Absolutely. Juan Soto, I think in the, in the long run has more power. Right. You know, I, I think, and, and the better batting average. Yeah. He'll have the better batting average, but and right? then Acuna has the speed. That's, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. I mean, they're basically back to back. I would think. Well, the, the yeah, I I was I, I I thought it was tougher. I I said for the for the short term, I think Acuna has better value for the next two years. But when you go beyond that, and all of a sudden Juan Soto's a free agent, and he's landing with either the Dodgers or the fucking Yankees, I right? probably like, go. I, they're the t- they got to be the top two players in Dynasty. Oh yeah, probably. I probably go. So he Soto's a, about a year younger. I think Soto's twenty three. Soto's a year younger. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'd probably go Soto, but it's it's so close. You have to endure. You have to endure this year and probably next year also with Washington, though, because they they're rebuilding this team and they're, they're going to try and do it around Soto. Um, it's going to be very difficult for him to to put up the RBI numbers that we'd like to see even next year. I think. Yeah, and that's why I debated him in Tout Wars. Obviously, right now I made the wrong pick because I went Tatis before he got hurt, but I was very worried about his RBI total in that lineup. You know, if he's going to hit second and Cesar Hernandez or Lane Thomas is ahead of him, I mean, that's a problem. I mean, it could change, you know, but so far it's playing out like kind of how I thought it would. So – Game plan for 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 assessing your teams and fixing your teams and stuff like that. Um, where are you at, like right now, with regard to? We're a month into the season, right? Hot starts are cooling off. Cold starts are going to start to heat up. We're we're in that that kind of a realm. Where are you at with as far as like you know trusting some of your slow starting players? I mean, it's each. Each different individuals, I'm going to look and see what the issue is. Are they battling an injury? Mm-hmm. Have they had some bad luck? You know, what are the underlying metrics? You know, like we went through this with Kyle Tucker like a week ago. He was horrible, but all those underlying metrics are great. And now you start to see him hit. So um, but then there's going to be some I, I've seen like some of these older players are off to really slow starts like a Nelson Cruz. Now you got to start to wonder, is this guy done? And I didn't draft him this year. Every year I'm like, he's undervalued. He's undervalued. 
I didn't draft him this year. Um, I know he was dealing with a little bit of a back issue, but you know, you start to wonder, okay, uh, is it, is this it? I'm not saying it is, but you have to start to think about that. I think, um, I think it might be. It could I, didn't, be. I didn't draft him at all either because Bowden um, went to Nat's camp, right? And he was watching, he loves Nelson Cruz, loves him on a personal level, right? They, they, you know, they're, they're like buddy, buddy. Um, but he said flat out, Cruz is going to have trouble catching up to the better fastballs this year. He saw it during the spring. He saw him slow down. And uh, and he 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 showed just genuine concern for the decline. So I I, I kind of pulled out on that also um, because I was like I was wondering you know because Juan Soto lobbied for Nelson for Washington to sign Nelson Cruz. Right. So you know get him some protection in the lineup. Is he going to see the good pitches to hit? And Jim's like yeah, he'll see the good pitches to hit. He just can't fucking keep up with them. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, it's what you kind of have to do, you know, take it day by day, player by player. Everybody is uh, different. But, uh, you know, overall, would you say that you uh, you're a much more patient fantasy owner than most? Um, probably, man. Not ready to just blow up the squad because of a slow start. Yeah. What are you doing with uh, with, with with your young starting pitchers here? Matt Brash got sent down. <clears throat> Hunter Green got lit up for five home runs today. I mean, you just obviously if you're in a redraft league and, you, and you've got a short bench, you don't want to, you know, stash Matt Brash as much as I do like the kid. Um, but Hunter Green, like it's pretty much unstartable, isn't he? Yeah, for sure. I have him in draft champions leagues and he's been on the bench. Uh, obviously, in those leagues, you can't make cuts. That's your team for the year. But I don't see how I can start him right now. Yeah, and I guess the redraft leagues too. Uh, maybe in a 15, maybe holding bench. I think brass, you're probably going to cut because they said they're going to start to use him out of the bullpen now in the minor league. So, and he's had major command issues. Um, and I'm, I probably have to cut Joe Adele too. Uh, I have him in the main event and it looks like a sunk cost. I think I drove, I drafted him in round 12 or 13 and uh, they sent him down and I have a, a couple of injured guys already on the IL and there's no IL spots there that I'm holding on to. So he's probably gonna have to be cut. I have him in labor. That's a 12 team league. Absolute cut there. Can't hold a guy in the minor leagues in a 12 team league with a five man bench. So um, it sucks because Taylor Ward's been great. You know, people were kind of laughing at Madden. Like you're really going to play Taylor Ward every day. He keeps hitting. Um, and, and Marsh has been good and Trout's out there. So, and Adele was making some errors uh, defensively as well. So maybe he comes back up, but, um, sometimes you just gotta you gotta move on. Um, you, we just don't have too many players to stash, especially if you're holding on and you don't have IL spots. So it sucks, but sometimes you just gotta go. All right, and, and who knows? Maybe Adele comes back in two weeks and crushes. And you're like, why'd I drop him? But you gotta look at your roster now and see what you need because um, we can't hang on to too many guys for too long. No, you. Uh, it's it's about you gotta learn to let go and as promising of a career as somebody could have as promising of a season as you want them to have. You have to deal with what's best for your team. So. They may never be any good. Look at Victor Robles, man. We keep waiting for this oh guy. Oh my fucking God. Sucks. Horrible. Horrible. His hard hit contact is among the worst I have ever seen in my life, bro. He hits the ball. His hard hit percentage this year is 12 and a half percent. There's gotta be pitchers. That we're hitting that were better than that. 12 and a half percent hard hit rate. That is just embarrassingly low. Yeah. Right. It's like he's had one barrel this year. <clears throat> one. 
He was. He was supposed to be such a great fucking talent, too, right? He's supposed to stuff the stat sheet in five categories. <clears throat> you know who he is? He's Cameron Mabin. He's worse than Cameron Mabin. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Wow. You always wonder, too, like a guy, it's like, you know, oh, this guy's great. He can't, like, what happens? Is it just, I mean, it could be off the field stuff. Like, again, they don't take care of their body. They don't eat well. They're drinking all the time. I mean, that's the thing. You Sometimes you just don't know. A lot of times you find out afterwards, and maybe other times it's just, because how do you go from, like, oh, this guy, all the scouts, everyone, this guy's good. He can't miss. He's going to be great. And then you just suck. <laughs> Very disconcerting. Right. Um, uh, one more here. And then uh, and then I've actually I've got a hard out because I've got another podcast to record with somebody else going to be a guest over on the uh, the, uh, the the beat the shift podcast from uh, from Fangraph. So I've got it. But, but I have to ask you this one final one. Ramon Laureano, are you in or are you out? I mean, probably in. I mean, he should be back uh, in a few days. Um, so. If you have him, you've been holding on to him. You know what? That's it. Let me. I doubt he's available in any leagues, but you know what? I got to check because here's my problem. I always sort by stats. So if someone hasn't played, I'm fucked. So um, I got to remember that because I always do like at bats and innings pitched. And then, oh, wait, that guy didn't play yet. Shit. I forgot about him. So <laughs> I just I just wrote it down now so I could check. But I'm pretty sure he's rostered in all my leagues. But yeah, I definitely take a shot on him. Um, I know he's kind of been up and down, a little disappointing, um, but he's got a little pop, a little speed. So, yeah, and you know he's going to get the playing time. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be in on him. All right. So there you go. We'll, we'll call it quits on that front there. Adam, as always, great to talk to you. I got to go and uh, catch the third period of this game as well as go record uh, another pod. So thank you so much, as always, for liking and subscribing, everybody. Uh, for Adam Ronis. I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.